0: Hi, and welcome to the Lone Star Play podcast, where we sit, eat, chat, and repeat. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong, and we are coming to you from Austin, Texas. The Lone Star Play podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com, and you can search your city for local restaurants, stores, butchers, farmers' markets, and more. who are using organic, fresh, artisanal, and local sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together.
1: So I get on set, and... Uh, I believe my first, I think I only even had one scene that day. It was like a super simple day, but I like walk in and, I, I, it was to the, whatever bar it was called, um, it was like the burger bar or something, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> and Seth and, um, Brandon Routh and Aaron Torpy, it was Jessica and Seth and, um. And I'm supposed to walk up. I think like, I'm saying that. I don't even know. It might not have been those people, but I know Erin was there for sure because I have her wallet and I hand her back her wallet. And the whole time I'm thinking, my leg is going like this. And are they seeing it? <laughs> I was like, they have to see how much I'm shaking right now and I can't make it stop. <laughs> Hi
0: hi how you doing i'm
1: good how are you
0: i'm fantastic uh, just trying to stay out of this heat
1: yeah <laughs> it's pretty brutal
0: it's been brutal where Where are you at exactly um right now
1: i'm in the dallas area but what's funny is i mean i've been here when it's way hotter i can see heat waves and things like that and it's really not i mean if you look at the temperature it's like 80 something but it's a thousand degree i mean it's a thousand percent humidity yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: just like Totally, and I'm in Austin, so it, there's a lot of humidity here. Um, yeah. For sure. yeah, but you're right. We did have a little bit of a break, and that's a break for us. You know, it's like, oh, it's only ninety-eight today. That's nothing. Like... It's fine, it's good. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> Some yard work, roofing probably would be the best thing to do right now. Yeah, good. that's uh, that's funny. Um, well, that's great. So you, so Dallas area is that where you grew up mainly?
1: I did. Yes, I did.
0: I um, yeah, me too. I grew up in the Dallas area too. Tell us a little bit about that, like where exactly in the, in the Dallas
1: area? Um, in Plano, actually. I was born in Dallas, but Plano. Um, and you know, I, 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 I always loved where I lived. Um, of course, you know, it's one of those weird catch 22s because somewhere in my teens, I think is when I knew I was gonna head off to LA and become a famous actress or something. You know, whatever. The- <laughs> and um. So then I couldn't wait to get out of Texas, but it was never really about Texas. It was just more about, I've got to follow, you know?
0: A hundred percent. Yeah. Gosh, that makes a lot of sense. I don't know if I've ever even heard it explained that way, uh, but you're right. It's not about, you wish you could take Texas with you, right? Totally. Like in a lot of ways. You know?
1: Yeah. Because the one thing that was probably the hardest was like leaving my family, the really good food. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious. The food, right? That is so funny. So, it, so it was just a, a blunt transition for you then, right? From from Plano, literally to LA. Was that was yeah. that how it was, or did you go other places first?
1: No, I went to LA. I had gone. Um, i had been in LA a couple of times for you know a few months um, stints in the past, and then uh, I had also done New York for about a month. So when I was younger, so it was I was familiar, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> both. Uh, but um, the move, move was L.A.
0: Wow, that must have been just. What, did you have family like, "Yep, this is the right thing to do," or was it like, "What girl? What are you doing?" <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah.
1: I would say um, majority of outside family was like, "Are you crazy?"
0: Yeah, um,
1: <laughs> and and then those that were really close to me were just like, "Yep, go do it." and very supportive. So I think it was just a matter of, and and mostly those that were thinking I was crazy, I think more than anything were just concerned because, I mean, we all know, it's like you're a little fish in a huge ocean and (laughs) they they were worried that I'd get eaten up or that I was just being a little too, you know, dreamy. But uh, but I got it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Was it like, like, you know, you gotta get a real job and, you know, go to college and get to work and...
1: Kind of. Um, So so when I was, I think I was 15, I don't know, 15, 16, somewhere in that. uh, I came to my mom and I said, um, all right, so I'm, I'm going to run away. It's nothing personal. I'm just going to, I'm going to go to LA and I held up this like Ziploc bag of cash that I've been saving for like two years oh wow uh, which probably wasn't much and i was like <laughs> and it's okay i'm going to enroll myself in school when i get there and uh and i had this like whole plot that wasn't really that well thought out but i thought it was really well thought out sure, of uh, course. how i was going to execute this yeah. and um my mom just kind of looked at me and she didn't even like she didn't give me the like you're nuts or anything it was just kind of like no you're not gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> that's hard to argue with you know what i mean like, yeah, so yeah. Like, but then she said but cuz why don't we talk to your school and we can see about getting you um, out early like having you graduate early and see what that process is like so i have a feeling she'd already kind of been talking to someone cuz she had a really good answer very quick yeah um, <laughs> that's, so that's funny and so she went to my school and we talked to the counselor, found out that, you know, you could take some summer school classes to advance to the next level because it was basically, I think, your senior year. You didn't have to have as many certain credits, whatever. So, yep. did them all in my junior. Year, it was fine, and uh, so then that's what I did and um, graduated early. And then the deal that my parents and I made were that as long as I went to school. Um, they would help support me while I was there. And I was like, Okay. Um so, <laughs> and I was like, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, of course. Right. So I went to I went to Quad C which was um community college in Plano that's now actually a university. Um and uh, I went there for like the first semester just to get to um I wanted to hit that like year mark or whatever, going at pilot season basically. And then moved on out. And I did i went to school for about three and a half years i want to say i think it was and then my last year so i have like crazy anxiety with certain things in school and one of the things in my school that we had was that our last semester was we were supposed to write this thesis paper and i didn't know a whole lot about it other than like i knew that apparently it was a lot of work and our school didn't have a library or anything like that and so and i was working full time as well so i was like how am i going to do this and all i could think about was next semester and not what i was doing <laughs> 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 and so i started to get insanely overwhelmed and i wasn't retaining any information anymore and i think i just honestly was like burnout and um so i went to my parents and i was like oh this is going to be a bad conversation and it's like i um I really think I need to drop out of school. And they were like what? <laughs> like, what? I was like, I'm out here for my passion, but I'm working a full-time job, working school full-time, and I'm not being able to concentrate on the thing I'm here for. Yeah. And so my mom, it took my dad a minute. He was not very happy about that decision, but my mom thought about it. We, we talked about it a lot and she okayed it. But I did. I focused like, a lot. And literally, I think it was within six months, I booked one life. Actually, I think it was like four months I booked one wow. life. So it was wow. a good decision. <laughs>
0: wow. That's unbelievable, yeah. right? Like, Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Well, there's probably people that – I guess your parents' concern is probably – there are people that say, yeah, I'm going to concentrate more on this, but then they yeah. actually don't do it, right? Like they yeah. they goof off or whatever um totally. gosh that's crazy well that's um that's amazing Um. Uh, well you stuck it out for a long time doing both which yeah. i can't i can't even imagine um the drive really that you must have had i mean because at that age i mean i remember myself i had zero drive i just yeah. like I just want to survive the day and uh yeah yeah you know, <laughs> That's crazy. So h- how are the auditions for you like going out there and transitioning? I mean, you said you'd already done a few things. You'd been uh, you probably, you know, you had your feet wet a little bit, but little bit, was yeah. it like a whole new animal because now it's
1: go yeah. go go? Yeah, it was weird because so when I had gone before, I think if I remember correctly, I had got an agent then. So, and they were the ones who were like, you need to get out here. Yeah. So when I came out, it was, um, I want to say there had been a strike or something. I don't remember exactly, but pretty much um, uh, if I remember correctly, they went out of business about the day I came. Um, yeah. Almost <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so yeah, so it was kind of like, okay, got to figure this out. And I, it was just, by a lot of different circumstances and people that I knew that it worked out weirdly. Um, but, uh, yeah, I didn't have that many auditions at first and it was a little like scary and disheartening. Cause you're just like, well, what do I do now? And yeah. who do I go to? And I mean, any actor knows like when you're starting off again, it's like, and you don't have a connection. It's, it's daunting. Yeah. And uh, like who, whose door do you knock on that's even going to listen, you know, <laughs> um, or answer or even think about answering. So um, if I, this feels like it's so long ago that my brain's like, mm, order here, not here. But, <laughs> but if I remember correctly, I, um, somewhere in that I ended up meeting. So there was this guy who lived in um, a complex that was, But I didn't live there, but somebody else I knew did. And somehow we all knew each other through this or whatever. And so I met him and he had this manager guy that he was just like raving about used to be a publicist for New Kids on the Block and so I was like, oh okay, cool. Oh wow um,
0: okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so, well, he's all good. Uh he's like the the only caveat is you know he doesn't like working with women and I was like oh okay. Uh, so he's like you just need to like prove that you the, you're not the right. only
0: caveat like that's just right. like a like, little thing. Like little like,
1: thing. Yeah. Just a little so like, Okay no problem. No problem. Like, <laughs> when you meet him like you just we just need to make sure that like he gets that you're not like other women and I was like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> and um, uh, so so that's what we did. So I go, I go to his the <laughs> apartment, the and uh, you know, I think I had to do a little scene or something. And you know, he gave me the spiel of like, ah, blah blah blah, don't like women, blah blah blah. And I was like, cool. And I was like, yeah, I'm, you know, whatever. I don't even know what I said. I came up with some great stuff. Um, <laughs> 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 like, just me.
0: That and, was uh, the real. That was the real scene
1: right yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and the thing that was kind of cool is like we ended up becoming uh decent friends and um you know I met some people through him uh that are that I actually still to this day know and um you know found another uh acting coach and then through that I started meeting other people and eventually shocker um he didn't want to represent me anymore because he just didn't have a thing for women and I was like yeah. I get it um, yeah. It was sad because I loved him as a person, and he was—he was sad because it was just we—we we were good as like friends, but we were just not good as far as him getting me uh, out there. So, but it was like a blessing in disguise because apparently he and the agent I had at the time had a huge falling out. So uh, they were going to drop me because of him, and so when I was like, "Oh hey, um, he's <laughs> <I> not <didn't laughs> my hands anymore," and they were like, "Oh okay." <laughs> So then, that kind of weirdly worked out. Yeah. Uh, And then, um, yeah, and then it was like someone else told me about another acting class. In fact, he might have actually. And I had joined that one. And then, you know, several months later, my current managers walked in, who I didn't know were managers, and they watched the acting class, and later approached me and now they've been my managers for we won't say how many years Um, (laughs) and and my life changed after that honestly like they they were just like oh we got it Mm -mm." and it was like boom 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 I got a new agent I got a commercial agent and then I was going out all the time and and it's kind of a a matter of numbers right like the more auditions you go on the better your chances get. yeah
0: yeah Wow so is that how you Know they find people they go into these acting classes and just like oh yeah, that that person,
1: I think you, you know, know, it's one of those crushing it. Where, yeah, and then probably <coughs> other, you know, I don't think there's a stand really sure. Um, I think in their particular case, um, I mean,
0: it makes sense, right? I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. You're not gonna go to like the bowling alley, like, I don't know why you would, some might, I some mean, man.
1: Maybe right, not right now during yeah. the pandemic. But yeah, yeah. Um, no, well, so in this particular case, the my managers were friends with the um, the teacher that was that was teaching. So I think that was part of it. And I don't Got know it, if it going in there just to like to recruit, or if they were going in there just as a support to him. But it yeah. worked out in my favor, so whatever.
0: <laughs> did you did you yeah totally? Did you know like that they were coming that day, or that was all. told afterward?
1: The fun, so this is what's funny. So I, um, I'll confess, like I have, I have some, uh, cray cray up in there about, uh, weight. It's like, uh, so I actually have this thing called body dysmorphia, which I can't tell the difference between when I'm skinny and when I'm fat. And I'll continually, continuously be the opposite of both. So anyway, this particular time I was really skinny, but I really thought I wasn't. And, um, and that particular day I, whatever scene it was that we were doing, I just felt, you know, I had kind of a bad day and then on top of it, it just felt like I wasn't very connected, I felt like I overacted, you know, everything that yeah. could go wrong is what I was thinking. And I had no idea who these people were. I thought they might be coming in to take class or something, um, or like friends somehow, you know, yeah. but nothing, nothing important in my mind. So all I know is I left that day going, God, what a horrible like class, not against the class, but with me and uh, and whatever, right? And then it was like within a week I get a call from I think it was the teacher and he was like, So we gave your um, information over to uh, these managers, those people who were in the class before, and they, they're interested in meeting with you. Obviously do what you want. And I was like, What? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: it's like weird timing too, because it was like just yeah. after the, the <laughs> You time.
0: call Melissa. You call Melissa, you know that, right? right like you know right. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> You okay. And then they were like, You were fabulous in the scene. And I was like, That's okay. awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That
0: is so funny. You're like, uh <laughs> Yeah. I love that. That's great. Yeah, you probably um I, I feel, you know, I'll talk to a lot of different actors. I feel like they kind of are very just critical of their own right. Of I get it. I mean it makes sense. You're you're supposed to inhabit other people. You're supposed to be critical of people. Then sort of inhabit that. I guess I, I really don't. I'm talking about acting like as if I knew something. I, I know say zero.
1: It.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So don't yeah. Worry about it. <laughs> BS. I I got a, I got a PhD and BS over here. That's it. Do? Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Did we go to uh, the same school? <laughs> 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 i love it i love it that's great so that's great so you get this you know new opportunity you see your life changing did you like call home immediately i'm curious about that were you oh, just yeah. like you know mom see dad can tell dad it's happening right like <laughs>
1: yeah. no uh yeah anytime uh like, so i'm very 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 close with my family and so good or bad they got phone calls and uh um actually the day i The day I got one life, that was, woof. I was like crazy. I can't even
0: imagine. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, of course.
1: I was actually driving. I was at work. I'd had kind of a bad day, actually, too. Um, So that's always nice, right? Like horrible day. And now I'm driving over to the place I went to for lunch like every day. I knew the owners there It was like a little thing, you know? And so I'm heading over and the phone rings and it's my agent, and of course, it's like, oh, okay. And um, I've been waiting on two different ones that I was hoping for. One was One Life and one was a commercial. And um, and he calls and they're, and they're like, blah, 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 you got it. And I was like, Wow And then I'm like thriving <laughs> and I'm like so excited that it was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to pull over. Like I'm shaking, you know? Oh, wow. And then, and then like, you know, it's like you're crying but you're trying not to like look that desperately happy. <laughs> But we you're so happy.
0: <laughs> you should be happy. You worked right? hard. Yeah.
1: Um. And so, yeah, it was so incredible. And um. That's and awesome. so, did
0: you? Did you still go eat lunch?
1: Oh yeah, because then I had you to, did. to the owners. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> you're like we're getting chicken on this Caesar salad today, okay? I'll say, uh, I'll we, yeah yeah. Out today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. That is awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah that's that's that. Yeah. That's so amazing. So. So you get, you know, you get started with this opportunity, sort of moving into the, I'm sure you're, ner- you know, nervous on set maybe a little bit, uh, rehearsals, yeah. like, you know. So, yeah, I can't even imagine.
1: So one of the things that I always try to do is pretend. I, so I do one of two things. I either pretend I'm completely dumb so that people can teach me, and that way I don't say something that is dumb, and then people are like, she she was supposed to know that. Like, if I play dumb.
0: Smart. Like, That's smart.
1: me. Like, <laughs> However, the other way I do is I pretend like I've been doing it for a million years.
0: So, <laughs> the complete opposite. Uh, <laughs> it's like
1: get one or the together depending on my mood, right? I, I love
0: that. I love so that. I didn't
1: want to be, I, you know, so, but the way to do that sometimes is by, like, just not speaking as much. Like, the less you say, the more people think you know what you're doing. It's great. So, uh, <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> So it's the first day of set, and um, and so the class, the acting class I was taking in LA, they actually uh, is Brian Reese, and he is really, really good at prepping you for what it's going to be like, whether you're doing, you know, um, a screen test or whether you're <clears throat> actually on set or what have you. So there was a little bit of like feeling of experience, even though I'd had not much. Um, so, <laughs> so I get on set and, uh. I believe my first, I think I only even had one scene that day. It was like a super simple day, but I like walk in and I, I, it was to the, whatever bar it was called, um, it was like the burger bar or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and Seth and, um, Brandon Routh and Aaron Torpy, it was Jessica and Seth. And, um, and I'm supposed to walk up. I think I'm saying that, I don't even know. It might not have been <laughs> those people, but I know Aaron was there for sure because I have her wallet and I hand her back her wallet. And the whole time I'm thinking, my leg is going like this, and are they seeing it? <laughs> I was like, they, can, they have to see how much I'm shaking right now, and I can't make it stop.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh.
1: So I, like, hand her the wallet, save my line or whatever, and then I turn around and walk out, and I'm like, and whole time still just shaking, shaking, shaking. And, you know, so things don't air right away, so we didn't see it. I can't remember how far away we were. I want to say, like, a month and a half-ish.
0: Oh, wow. Really? And, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Cause I think I started on June fourth ish and my first air date was July sixteenth.
0: Got it. So oh, the date.
1: Weird, but I remember that. Um <laughs> so.
0: oh, I, I, I can totally understand <laughs> why you remember the first one, right? Yeah. Like, so
1: um yeah, so I watched it and you really couldn't see. Oh,
0: yay <laughs> probably a lot of right what we think yeah. of ourselves I'm I can be the same way as far as that sort of thing goes. like oh my god did they see me do that or say this or move this right. or, or whatever and then later on it's like what are you talking about
1: totally
0: <laughs> it's like oh I mean never, never mind <laughs> never mind my wife my wife does my wife says that to me all the time that'll just bring stuff up she's like what are you talking i mean she just doesn't even fin- i don't even think she lets me finish anymore just <laughs> what are you talking just stop what?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then I know right there. Okay. Um, um,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: so that's great. So you're doing this scene and you, you know, <laughs> pardon me. So, you know, it starts to obviously grow, right? The character. How involved are you in developing, you nothing. know, character? It, Not nothing. At all.
1: No, they, um, so actually when I was, <laughs> say when I auditioned, uh, I auditioned for one role when i got the screen test i think it was like right before i got on the plane they were like oh hey we've got a new script for you by the way it's also new character and like different like everything was like okay so i'm looking at it on the plane and (laughs)
0: everything it it.
1: was it was like going from like the good girl to like the complete (laughs) uh pardon my french so It's really because I just feel like every time you say a curse word, you say part of my French, but then I feel kind of bad that we're just putting it all on one language.
0: Yeah, um, right? That that you're right. That's uh, the French are just like, whoa, hey, what? Hey,
1: what? <laughs> Anywho,
0: well, so,
1: um, so, so I like learn that. And I'm like, okay, fine, great, and that's more fun anyway, right? Um, and then I get the part. And I had been under the impression based off of, I think what they had told me, or maybe even what was in the script, I can't remember, but that I was gonna be perhaps Ben and, ooh, what was her name, Gina, Gina's kid. And then kind of nothing was happening with it. And then all of a sudden I found out maybe, I don't know, a month or so into it, that they decided they were gonna make me a Buchanan and that I was gonna be Vicky's daughter. And then I started to find out about the switch and da, da da da. That turned out to. In the end, we ended up being sisters anyway. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So that was kind of like amazing. I remember just calling my mom, being like, mm, "I think things are working out." Yeah,
0: I, <laughs> I don't think they're getting rid of me next week, mom. I just <laughs> I really believe that. I don't know. <laughs> this, I got a hint. Yeah. Feel
1: <laughs> you know, like things are good. <laughs>
0: right, yeah, that's <laughs> like that's so awesome. I mean, you gotta, yeah. think, you know, you. I understand uh, as a just a human being and, and as an actor, you know, you're sensitive, you're creative. I, I get it. I do creative things myself. I get how we can be, you know, but at the same time, you always have to remember they hired you for a reason, right? Like there's a, they believe in you yeah. for a reason, right? So yeah, I think that's amazing. Um, yeah, you know, I can totally see why they, why they gave it to you and having that long stretch. Um, it's just absolutely, you know, amazing, right? I mean, just yeah. saying, do you, does your family watch? Yeah. That you do or they don't okay so they are yeah, yeah. some people don't i know they have some families just like now they don't watch it
1: <laughs> i think i mean some didn't i mean it's still it was still a soap opera so if you weren't like into soap operas it was probably something you weren't gonna do but my mom like oh she actually watched one life um that was her soap opera so yeah. that worked out really well yeah. and then um so my mom
0: watched, watched all of them i mean she yeah. had boom, boom 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 and my look my mom's from mexico oh so, uh, wow so. uh, even when I would go to Mexico City, they would watch all the American soap operas still, you know, down there. Even down there, everyone was caught up on everything yeah. that was happening uh, as well. So it was like, yeah, a big part of my life growing up to be. <laughs>
1: yeah. My grandparents, they like literally recorded every single episode, whether it was on it or not. But
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> we're just going to be safe. We're just going to play yeah. That's
1: just, <laughs> That's just great. They watched it live. So it was kind of like they, they had it, but they also watched it live. And they got upset if you interrupted them when they were watching it live, even though they were recording it. And, <laughs> and I was usually the one who was interrupting them because I talked to my grandparents every day. And they were like, We're watching Wildlife Callback. You know, <laughs>
0: hilarious. You
1: know?
0: <laughs> Gosh, that, wow, they're just proud of you, you know. I can. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's so awesome. So as you're, you know, starting to go and you're getting more comfortable right on set and, you mm-hmm. know, things starts to happen. I don't know what sort of did you feel like, okay, this is, you know, this is where I want to be right now. Or were you ever having thoughts of, you know, trying to do other things? Or I, I don't know, I, I have no idea how that process goes. You know, you're mm-hmm. curious
1: yeah, as far as other other acting work.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, I'm a chef, right? So I've worked in a lot of restaurants, and I, I just, I know that sometimes after a little while, you're cooking the same food, you're sort of doing the sure. same. It's like, you know what? I, I want to go try, you know, do this or something. I don't know. Does that? Does oh, this yeah. Happen? Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I think, I think mo- for most of us, for most actors, like we love playing other people, so it's fun to have the change. Um, The thing about being on a being contract on a soap, and especially back then, and especially. Um, being in heavy storyline, there wasn't a lot of free time available to do other work, and your first um, priority was the show. So it was slightly challenging. And then you did have these outs, usually towards end of contract, where you could potentially do something else. However, the time period in it, and you still have to like the network still has to approve it. So it becomes a thing where it makes it very, very hard to do other work. Not yeah. saying you can't, but it, it does make it challenging. Um, and so it wasn't really until I think it was maybe in the last uh, year or two or so that I was able to actually start doing some other stuff. I mean, I I would go on auditions occasionally in the earlier times, but even casting directors a lot of times were like, "If you're on contract, I, like we don't even want to, we don't even want you to come in because, especially in New York, a lot of stuff that they're bringing you in for is just for um, guest star, so it's like they're going to be having you shoot." the same week or the next week and they, they turn around so fast and we have to give more notice to the show so they just didn't want to deal with it uh, and i blame them
0: how, the how, many, how many episodes like is it a year or how is it broken down or
1: um well contract wise it's dependent on whatever you negotiate but um so you usually get like a minimum guaranteed um and the thing the way that works if i remember correctly it's not so much that you'll definitely work it, you'll just definitely get paid it, if that makes sense. Um, And then if you work over that, then you make more, um, is I think how it works, (laughs) that's It's it's a minute, minute. But yeah, uh, but as far as like how much we were doing, I mean, we had, towards the end, we had a lot more time off. So, but I don't even want to say that that means we did less episodes. We just compacted a lot, Got it in, uh in a week, I mean, we were getting down to segmenting and really shooting sometimes twelve or more episodes a week, dependent
0: oh really I mean, it
1: was like like I said segmented, but yeah, yeah, yep. so it was a lot <clears throat>
0: would you ever shoot stuff that was you know i'm I'm about to shoot a scene from this episode and then I'm directly going to shoot a scene from another episode and then back and forth like.
1: Yeah, and you could be also just like super far out when you're doing it too, right? So you could be shooting something that's gonna, like, you know, twelve the twelve episodes down the line, or even further, depending, you know. Yeah, so it could definitely get confusing. I feel bad for anyone who had to deal with continuity. That's
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant, man. I mean, I just can't even imagine. Like, <laughs>
1: oh my yeah, God.
0: yes. Gosh, that is crazy. Yeah. Uh- that is great. So is there rehearsals like, or is it just pretty much?
1: Um, every show is different. Um, the way One Life got towards the end, <clears throat> well, I didn't even want to say it towards the end. It was, so when I started, they had already started changing a little bit of the way they did things. And, uh, but we had a camera block in the morning, <clears throat> which means, or I'm sorry, we had a dry rehearsal in the morning, which is where we would come and meet uh, be, and the director would give each of us our blocking, not necessarily on set. Um, but just kind of tell us where to go and they'd sometimes have to be in a room and they just use chairs from the, <laughs> for the <laughs> the um, furniture and tell you where to go and then <clears throat> excuse me a couple hours later you would go and do camera blocking on set for the cameramen so that they were able to get their understand where the actors were going to be and like get their focus and stuff like that and then <clears throat> we would uh, have lunch in between that. And that's the time where you'd be getting your hair and makeup done, blah, blah, get ready. And then you would go up and shoot at, I think I was like at one o'clock. And then at some point they decided that they were going to combine things and, uh, start doing camera blocking as kind of like the rehearsal, because we would do a rehearsal and then we would do a shoot uh, at, at one. So they took away the camera blocking in the morning and you just did the dry rehearsal, and then, when it was time to go on set, you were basically doing the camera blocking as your rehearsal and then shoot um and that was that was pretty much how it went
0: what what did you have a preference, or did it matter or affect you your performance in any way?
1: um so no, the thing the thing is is like one of the things you do or for me anyway you you got used to very quickly is how the pace it goes very fast, and in some ways it's like um, great, uh, in some ways they're suffering. So, you know, obviously sometimes when you take more time and you have more chances to rehearse through things, you might have things go a little smoother. You might come up with an idea that you didn't think of before. Um, some of that pops through when you're doing it, but then there's also the value in, um, how great something is when it's not over-rehearsed. Pardon me. So, um, there was definitely a, Value in some ways doing it that way, and um, it was kind of like, well, if you record it and it's not great, it's not like you can't do it again. Of course, the objective was to do it as few times as possible, but um, and not you. The thing was, is as an actor, you didn't want to be the reason they had to stop. Uh, if cameras had to stop for some reason, or production had to stop for some reason, fine. But you do not want to be the reason that they had to stop. Um, That's so, cool.
0: so nobody wants to be the blooper, right? Nobody wants that that moment
1: no not in the in the, the latter years no they just you know that time was money and so yeah in order to keep on schedule and because the, if they had to go overtime that means they have to pay not only the actors but then they have to pay the crew and it just becomes wildly expensive and um at that time it was already becoming a burden um financially um, because times had changed and the way people watched were, was different, and it wasn't the '80s anymore, you know. Yeah. So, <clears throat> uh, which in some ways were great. It's just that you know, how do you evolve? And I think network-wise and the availability of how things could be seen hadn't really been. It, it was like it hadn't gotten to where it is today. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, totally. So, how did you know? what how was that transition as far as like you know social media internet right it can be viewed I guess in different ways right different formats as you were just mentioning right that change for you you know I guess maybe good and bad I guess maybe is a you know
1: yeah um I mean so we had internet when I started um albeit I want to say it was still dial up uh AOL AOL. Um, so it yeah, was that, but, um, and, and I were, and when you would go online and look up things, that, it was mostly forums, um, things like that, that you would find anything on. There wasn't what, well, you know, gosh, things have changed massively as far as even search. Um, but
0: true that's true um,
1: they came out with soap net i want to say a couple of years in maybe about a year into when i was there and so that was kind of their first thing of like okay let's have a network like a cable network just for soap operas and it was kind of a test thing so yeah that was gonna go and um then you know eventually and then so when the social media thing came out i don't remember what year that was i was really against it um i'm as open as I am, I'm fairly private, and uh, I didn't understand the point in talking to everybody all the time and people knowing everything about me, because it was like, why? What would they care? What are we doing? Like, what's what's so exciting? Um, <laughs> and it was also just, like, as much as, like, our actors were all, like, a little self-involved sometimes, um, there's still something to, like, having to be all, like, oh, I'm promoting myself. You're like, I hate it. So, um <laughs> <laughs> so i actually avoided it and i wouldn't i refused to get social media at in the beginning and in fact i think a couple of people just got me the names just so that <laughs> my name would be taken it and cool. um, held on to it for me until later i was like wow. oh thanks because then eventually i did have to go into the yeah. the world of and um and i'm still not really that great at it but um Anyway, uh, so yeah, I kind of fought that end of it, and then when we started being able to do internet, gosh, uh, like viewing on the online, I don't remember when that was. I mean, that was, I mean, it, it feels like it was so long ago, but I mean, that's actually still really new.
0: Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're hot.
1: Hun- anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, was that something like that? Did you did it? Did it ever influence how the show? Mm-hmm. Know the writing, maybe, or the storyline. Like, did any of that? Like, well, people are going to be able to be able to see it a certain way, so we want to show it a certain way. I don't know if those sort so of. things what may-
1: you're saying actually is brilliant and smart, and that's uh, I think the downfall of what soaps in general have kind of soaps and probably anything really, but dealing with is that when you're on a new platform like that, you have to consider how it's how it's actually being watched, and um, and and what people are actually doing when they're watching it right because most people who watch online even in the beginning of it when it first kind of came out it was just people like to binge watch it's like oh cool i mean think about it this way let's go back to vcr what did people do who worked a lot a lot of times they would tape their soaps all week and then they would come home you know friday night and watch all five
0: all of them yeah
1: that's a lot of hours watching television especially when back to back. So the way soaps were designed were so that if you were doing your laundry or you missed a day or whatever, that tomorrow you could come back on and not feel like you missed something because at the time that soaps were originally created, there was no rewind button, right? Um, so in the times of even just having VCRs, we didn't really accommodate for the fact that people could record and binge watch, which is what they were doing. Um, and so it, gets, it goes slower when you're doing that, right? Because now you're watching five, let's just say episodes and it's like, oh wow, they still haven't gotten to the huda wada wada, you know what I mean? And it's fine when that's every day, but when you're watching five hours back to back, you're like, oh my gosh, are they ever gonna get there? And and, and the cliffhanger's not the same, you know? Because it doesn't feel the same because you're binge watch. So anyway, and then when we moved into the world of internet watching uh, like, uh, Hulu and whatever else. Um, and, and this is like the biggest thing I saw when we, um, moved over to, uh, when one life moved over to Hulu was, um, we were still putting it out there as though people were going to watch it daily, even if it was a 30 minute episode. Yeah. Um, and really the way they're going to watch it has been to watch it. And so what you did is you created the exact same problem you put it on a platform and and instead of making one really good episode per week excuse me that was like more like a primetime drama which are soap operas um yeah just have a bigger budget so take the budget that you have for doing five episodes and put it into one really good episode and do a shorter term of it and do seasons all of a sudden you're going to get a much better audience but when you still do everything the same as before and you're putting it on this nice platform and pretty hd and you're still using the same sets. <laughs> it's like you're gonna lose because it's it's gonna it it because it's gonna it's just it's I don't want to say
0: adapt. You didn't adapt with the well, ch-
1: right, yeah, exactly. And uh and I think that's my personal opinion was was a big part of that downfall.
0: I mean I think that makes a hundred uh, that's why I asked the question, because to me that yeah. makes absolute sense that you would have that conversation, right? That you would sit right. down with the executives, okay the world you know, these things are changing. What are we gonna do with the show to change with it? Because yeah, yeah people new the new generations, right, that are coming into this aren't looking at that going, that that needs to right. be my what what I take now. You know, it, it is amazing how television shows have transformed Mm-hmm. you know, in the last, I don't know, 10 years or so, you'd probably know better, th- obviously you'd know better than me, but, you know, just at the television show, you know, on HBO or Netflix, right? All these, whatever, they're they're just amazing, you know, limited, basically what you're saying, you know, shrinking it down, making a more, you know, better episode, you know, that, that sort of thing. And it, you know, True Detective is like the first one I think of in my mind as being like, wow, that was a great television show. Like, I can't remember... And it being short and over and sweet and done with, not like Soprano style where we're going to run 10 seasons. Right. It's just sort of, and I just think that's amazing, you know, how, how that transition has come because people noticed and they knew, okay, we've got a, people want this sort of, it's sort of the same thing with podcasts, you know, yeah. people always say, oh, people just like bits and five second clips or 30 second clips. And there's no, people don't want these long. It's like, are you crazy? I mean, people listen to long form podcasts all the time. It's like, I think they're hungry for better content. You know,
1: it's all about the quality, the content. What, what is it that you're providing? And is it something that's going to better someone's life? Cause we only have so much time. Even myself. Um, you know, I used to watch tons and tons of TV. Hello. That's what I do. But at the same point in time, I started realizing like my life was wasting watching so much television. And some of it was just, sorry, but you know, and it's, it, it was hard to like justify what I was sticking in my head anymore. (laughs) It's like, I only have so much that I can, you know, bring in. And it's like, maybe I need to pick up a good book right now, or I need, I feel like I need to be doing something else. And I think that's kind of the issue with any of the stuff that we're doing. It's like, it's great, but like, what can we do as, um, technology changes as platforms change, as uh, audience changes as far as what they what they need and what they want. How are we able to do that? And then on top of that, how are we able to fund it? And how are we going to survive? You know that aspect because the reality is is all television, film, all of that stuff is backed by advertisers of some sort. And those investors, those advertisers, they are just trying to find a way to get their product out there, so they're using um, these shows or what have you to, to do so. Um, and there's been kind of this like formula of how to do it for so long. And I I think it took a really long time and maybe it's still kind of being worked out of how that really works. Right. Um, and now it's, it's even crazier because there's so many things that are, um, tracking uh which is something i'm i am a privacy advocate so it's very much so like against everything i like and i get i get it intellectually like why this is happening but you know platforms are are now doing it as well like television platform whatever you call that internet television plat- platforms are doing it now too and um and so it might be more um uh s- specialized for you but then at what cost
0: at what cost i i look i 100% agree i'm i'm from a time just like you we're probably around the same age um you know i was born in 79 so I, t- perfect boom exactly the same age so you know i definitely know a time before all of this right okay. so and very well know okay. that time it's not like spent a couple of years in it um it was my life i never saw this coming right it wasn't like oh one day there's going to be this thing that rules us all you know yeah. Media, internet—I mean, just never, never saw it. So I'm with you. I, I totally get it. it it's a balance, you know. It's, yeah. it's a fight, uh, back and forth as well. Um, but I think you're right about the, you know, the content and whatnot. I'm, cu- I'm curious your thought on this new platform that just came out called, um,
1: Quibi.
0: Get th- w- what is it? Quibi. Yep. That's. A- I'm glad you said it because I was gonna have a tough time <laughs> saying that. Um, I'm curious um. What you think about that because I feel like it's been a total failure. Uh, yeah
1: well kind of like launched right in the beginning of a pandemic so totally yeah that is. didn't have a very good start um that didn't help So, is really interesting um you know I've heard I've heard different thoughts from different people and I kind of see both sides of it um and i i always try to be a little optimistic my my thinking with it is and and this is this is also me trying to completely understand uh what they're doing but I know they have advertisers backing it but you also have to, pay for the platform and it's the 10 minute episodes yeah um so me personally like i don't necessarily like things in such quick like the quick bites that they're going for but i know that that's definitely a generational thing and they're 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 truly doing this for a specific generation um i think they've got some cool gimmicky things that you can do initially with it to make it slightly more interesting however i don't know how long that gimmicky thing is going to be interesting to people like at first it might be cool but then like how often are people really going to be turn styling their phone just to see different aspects of it i don't know maybe they will maybe they won't um so it's kind of one of those things where i'd like to see um and will they be if if they're able to get past this uh pandemic um uh if they're able to get past that and move to the next phase what will they do to evolve uh how they kind of set out to do things, and what you know what would they do to change if they see that the audience isn't necessarily getting or uh, it's it's not bringing what they thought it was going bring to the to the table, or maybe it'll be like a huge success, and they're like, hey, great, good for you guys <laughs> you know
0: um i look, I'm all for a new content new show Absolutely. I mean right to bring it on i it's 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 it has nothing to do with that um it's more just. Oh, yeah you know just is a good I'm
1: all I'm all about anything that's new content especially if there is a a more creative way to like play with that and and find out how it's gonna go I'm just curious always to see like okay but is that exactly like what you thought it was going to be and if it's not how are you going to change that
0: 100% look I'm not me personally I I don't know but it it sounded like maybe you change it after your watchers that seems crazy to me because I just want to set it down and right (laughs) thing and and first I don't really watch anything too long on my phone, right? Yeah. Real if I'm going to watch anything that's quick cuz it's in my hand. I'm not going to be, you know, whatever with it. So, yeah, it's on the TV mainly. Um I don't know. You know, my wife and I were we were having this discussion about Netflix. Um just last night or the night before cuz my wife's from Spain, so we watch everything with subtitles. Mm-hmm. And specifically Spanish subtitles if we can find them. And that's why we love Netflix. We watch Netflix like crazy because it doesn't matter what it is. They've got a million different subtitles for it. They've oh. got different, like, you know, back-end stuff that maybe just as a normal viewer here in America, you wouldn't even think about. But in my household, it is something I think about. And I know that there's a lot of households like mine as well. just yeah. uh, Spanish. It might be, you know, they're wherever they're from, right? They're, they want to watch it in that language. Spanish being the, the best one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best one the the, the most probably
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, that that came out wrong uh, i meant what you knew <laughs> yeah i mean i probably would say the best but whatever I'll, I'll i'll die on that hill uh but um yeah so you know it just it, it's dawned on me you know we're just talking back and forth and it's like this is why we watch netflix so much because we'll go to you know another thing and try to do it and they're, they're, no subtitles you know forget it sometimes even english subtitles so it's like that will keep me off of a platform right just a the support that that each show is or movie is going to have. I don't necessarily care about maybe the x-ray stuff where they show you, behind, but that is kind of cool, you know, when they add that stuff in. But for me, more or less, is just the way to absorb the content, that sure. there's options for that. And I yeah. think that's very interesting. And I think other platforms should jump on that. And I think that's why Netflix is so popular around the world, you right. know, you talk to other people. What do you want? Netflix, Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a word now, right? It's just, it became. Right. Word, in um, that
1: and chill. By the way, I did not know what that meant the first time I heard it.
0: What did you think? <laughs> that, what?
1: I th- thought it meant hang out, watch yeah. some movies. <laughs> wait,
0: wait. That's not what that means. Netflix. It doesn't <laughs> mean hang out and watch movies. Okay, I'm <laughs> I'm finding out right now. Actually, I I didn't know. I thought you were gonna say something else. Uh,
1: okay. up. That's what I learned.
0: Oh my God, I've been saying that to my mother. I didn't even know this is
1: awkward. awkward. Even if she's not Googling it, right? Like Urban Dictionary.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anything in her life. She'll never Google anything. It's
1: (laughs) funny
0: how, uh, you know, it's like if I'm taking the technology this way, right? With sort of one eye open, you know, just kind of like. Kind of like you, you know, I'm, I'm I was sort of pushed back against at the beginning and now i you know, becomes part of work, I guess. And then we right. really have to do it. And there are some bonuses to it, but it is funny how other older generations just completely put it off. But then there's some aspects they love. Like My mother loves going on Facebook and liking a million pictures and Probably. just weird things like that, but she's not going to write some post and yeah. put some, she's not going to email you you're not, you know, she's not going to send you a link. Some things she found, like, she has no idea about. And I love that actually about her. Uh, like,
1: thank you for not sending me the forwards. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. She just like, but my mom will like comment sometimes on some of my things. And I never tell her anything just because I love my mother and God bless her. Let her be who she is. Sometimes <laughs> comment like, 15 times right like a heart emoji 15 different times she doesn't realize it's going 15 or a lot of i remember at the beginning she said i thought they were private messages to you I, I was like no mom this everybody sees this which is great they're you know nothing bad i just god bless her yeah it's so funny so parents <laughs> do that too are they kind of uh that way?
1: so yeah i i mean i actually have to say Parent-wise, they're all fairly savvy Facebook-wise. Facebook only, I would say. Yeah. Maybe Instagram-ish.
0: Yeah. That's Ish. New Facebook in that sense, right? People are just yeah. now getting a, ha- a, ha- a hold of, of Instagram, and then all these TikToks and other things come out. That's the problem. You get the hang of one
1: yeah, and then another. I couldn't. So I had a friend who was like, download Snapchat like several years ago. And I was like, okay. And I downloaded it. And then I was like, I don't get those. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> I deleted fine. it.
0: Same thing I did. Opened it up. I did that with Twitter years ago. I still don't. I, I have a Twitter account, but I, ne- I barely use it. I, I did this.
1: Twitter I probably use the most.
0: Which one? Twitter? Twitter,
1: I probably use the most. Yeah. I
0: know a lot of people use it now. Um, I just remember the beginning when I first got it, 2009 or 2010 or something. Or yeah. maybe. I, I just remember thinking I,
1: that's about right. Cause that was, that was one of the accounts that someone got for me because I didn't want to join.
0: <laughs> yeah, They made sure, which was smart. Boy, that was really smart of those people to be. Honest. And I
1: still couldn't get my name. I had to get like an underscore because it had already been taken.
0: How does that work? Do you have to message them Ryan and ask, and then they probably want money, uh, you know, or something stupid. Um, so At crazy. this
1: point. I've had that same thing for. So I am like, I don't care.
0: Totally, totally. No, <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. No, that's awesome. Well, gosh, Melissa, this has been so amazing talking to you. I can't tell you how great this has been. I really appreciate you. Thanks
1: just for having me, it's been fun.
0: That's awesome. And I, you know, I'm sorry we haven't been able to, you know, get together. You know, it's taken a little bit, but we got this. I'm so
1: good.
0: <laughs> amazing uh, conversation again. I'm so sorry for last week that this went. You know, um, I don't know if you know Aaron Cummings or not, um, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, it, it was. The episode actually went out today. It was a really intense episode. I'll be honest. So it's probably the most intense episode I've ever had on a podcast. Most of them were like this, just very, you know, playful and and whatever. And and that was too. But it just got emotional, and yeah, I just wasn't prepared um, for that. And I know she probably wasn't either. And um, right, I, I in those situations in my life, I always just let people.
1: That's great.
0: I just let them go and I'm there and I don't rush. I don't interject. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just there for them. Uh, what I need. I, I I know I, I can say stupid things, so I don't open my mouth. I just like my wife told, just stop talking. Just stop. Right.
1: (laughs) It's when you also want to be smart too. do that too.
0: Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's absolutely true. Well, again, thank you so much, Melissa. Um, hope you get to enjoy, um, yeah, this whole week got a whole (laughs) here to do. Thank you again, Melissa.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: All right. I really hope you enjoyed that podcast as much as I did. If you have any questions for me, please feel free to email the podcast at patrick at texasrealfood.com. And don't forget, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, you know, all the different places you can get podcasts, you'll you'll find us on there. Or you can just go to our website, go to thelonestarplate.com. And you can check us out on YouTube if you want to watch it. You know, we video these, you know, on a little webcam here. And go to the Texas Real Food YouTube channel and you can find it there. Make sure to follow uh, Texas Real Food as well on Instagram and Facebook. Subscribe. Um, And if you, you know, are so inclined, please leave us a review anywhere you can. You know, follow us on Spotify or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That would really help us out. Thanks again for listening. Really do appreciate it. Um, Without you guys, we'll, you know, what's the point of doing this? So if you have any suggestions on how we can make the show better, please let us know. Thanks again. Be safe out there. Wash your hands.